With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Depth Chart Podcast. My name is Freddie Maggard. I'm joined by Nick Roush in Louisville. Uh, it is Thursday, what, February the 10th. Super Bowl weekend is on the horizon. Uh, Nick, we got a guest today, another guest. Coach Justin Haddix from Bull County, the state champion, Bull County High School. And Coach, uh, thanks for jumping on with us, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, hey Nick, uh, Justin, everything for me goes back to family. Justin was uh, always uh, nice and very kind to my sister, who's a teacher at Corbin, where uh, where Coach Haddix was before. And if, uh, if you know my sister, she can be rather unique. And uh, she spoke very highly of Justin, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Coach, I, used to, uh, I would always go out on Fridays and go to the school where she was at, and we always had our picture. We would take our picture on Fridays. And then uh, so she always had my back. I knew that. Yeah, she's a big fan of yours, and, and so am I, Coach. You go to Bull County, and, and you've been there two years and won back-to-back state championships, first year over Franklin County, and then this past year over Johnson Central. Uh, how, how, how is it that you were a state championship player at Breathitt County and then a state championship coach? What's the difference in feelings as a, as a, as a champion, as a coach, and a player? Um. I think it's more rewarding as a coach. You know, obviously, as a player, you work and you do this, and obviously, that's that's twenty years ago too. So now, you know, these are these feelings are more recent. But uh, as a coach, seeing you know, in my thing, my why I guess is is I want my players to have the same experience that I had playing football. And I think football is a great game. It's the the greatest sport in my opinion. Uh, it, it's a team sport. You learn to work with each other. It's more. It's more real life, in my opinion. You've got to work and have everybody work together, and you're fighting all these outside things that tell you to be individuals and tell you to do this and tell you to do that, and it's all about you. And then you've got a bunch – you're getting a group of kids, of of teenage boys, young men, to buy into that one common goal, and I I think that's just special. And to do it to your – handling success sometimes is, is a lot harder than handling failure in today's time. And, you know, our teams just bought into that. And, it, and it's a lot – it's all the players. I mean, we – I tell them all the time that, you know, coach-led teams can be good, but player-led teams can be great. And, and we've had great leaders on our teams these past two years. One thing, uh, Coach, that you and I agree on strongly, and I see you supporting your athletes all the time, is, is my feeling is to play them all. Play, all, play multiple sports, play all the sports, have fun. Uh, enjoy representing your community, your school, playing sports with your friends. Uh, but I see you supporting that at Bull County is, is to play multiple sports. Is that a big fabric into the championship formula at Bull County? Oh, yeah. I think without a doubt, having kids 
athletes who played in those big time atmospheres all the time. I can't replicate that in a weight room. I can't replicate that in anything we do of having to hit a game winning shot in a basketball game or, hey, there's two strikes and, and you've got to have this hit for a district championship or, or whatever. And you, it's you and you've got to step up for those things. And, and I love playing them all. I want them to play them all. And I, I'm, I'm there at the games and I tell them to play it all. Now, Boyle County is, is a unique community uh, in terms of, of football, especially a lot of support. And, and I see uh, on social media, you going down to the elementary schools and, and having activities for your middle school, junior high. Uh, how, how important is that for, for the entire community to be bought in that feeds into when these players get to play for you at Ball County? I tell you, being here since I've been at Boyle County, we've uh, I've had more meetings over our uh, youth league football and set, setting things up for that and setting things than I have anything really. Uh, so that it's a major part of what we do. Todd Tiller's our uh, um, youth league president, and we have it, we're on top of things. We're having camps for them. We're doing all these things. We're able to get out in the community, and it's really been hindered to the point of I've not got out as much as I wanted to. With, uh, with COVID, obviously, being able to go out in the schools as much as we wanted to and do that. So, uh, you know, hopefully with, with everything and, and we get through those things to, to be able to be out more. I, I just yeah. want to mention you real quick, Coach, because I, I think that's the, the, the community aspects, the one that might get overshadowed. I know, um, like in the city of Louisville, Freddie always jokes that uh, these, these Catholic school kids, we still talk about our toy bowl wins and losses 25 years later. Having that 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 strong youth football, so I, I always thought I was a, a basketball guy. And football, it gets into your veins at a young age. And, and, and once you once you get hooked at that young age, it, it, it's not only more rewarding, but I, I think the kids are better off for it. And they're a lot further along for it once they, they get to the high school rank. So, uh, I, I think that that really the as much as people, you know, some might be scared to let their kids play, you know, get them started young and learning the right way to play tackle with your head up the, the basic fundamentals that goes that goes a long way that pays dividends uh, down the road, especially by the time they get to you. Yeah, we do some different things that during practice, you know, my first year at Boyle County, I get started in in February and then, you know, we're all sent home in March. And I'm like, what do we? You know, in that first year, you're really not in school, and we were um, we were kind of uh, dealing with all that. So we had a practice now wore their youth league jersey, and you know, you had the pair. We've got three schools in the county: Woodlawn, there's the Woodlawn Colts. You got the Parable Bulldogs, and there's like a blue color, and then you got the Junction City Jaguars, and they all wore their little youth jerseys to practice that day. And there was. You know, they were talking about, hey, when I was at Parable, I beat this team. And it, it was funny <laughs> to kind of see them all. Then you're, you're getting them all together in middle school and they go on from there. But just those times of getting to play together in those little groups is fun. Coach, Ball County's won 10 titles since 1999. Uh, you know, at Corbin, you were so close a couple of times. And you go to Ball County, win two championships. For the 10th one, is it routine in a community like Bull County where you're at that, that they're used to winning championships or are all these titles or the last two titles special for that community? I, I was worried about that, and I said that. I, I, there was an interview on one of our uh, 
the first year in 2020, the the highlight film, I, that was one of the questions I watched, and it was talking about, I was worried that, hey, they've won so many, does this even matter now? Is it just like yeah. no big deal? But every, every one of them is a big deal, and they've made every one of them a big deal. I know that, you know, I was on the other side in 2017, and, and I have a teacher in, in the school. Uh, she had that 17 uh, poster up, and, you know, I'm in the – I'm in the pic. They did a picture of the coin toss, and I'm on the other side. She said, "I'll these coaches." I'm going, I'm going to get you to put another one up. So she, when we won it in twenty, she put, she replaced that one and moved it somewhere else where I didn't see it. So uh, uh, every one of them's been special. Uh, the community support is great. As far as you know, we have a, we had our banquet, and we're going to have a ring ceremony, and we're going to have these. Uh, you know, it, it's a testament to those kids in that community of that they support, and we it, it's it's hard there. You know, the culture of our football program. You know, we're we were in there every, this morning at six thirty a.m. You know, we're we're from six thirty in the morning five days a week, and our coaches, our community, and everybody, the parents, the players, they all have to support that and be a part of it for us to be us to be winning at the level we are. You got two players going to UK: Jackson Smith, the, the kicker and the punter. Uh, his dad, Andy, uh, he's a legacy Wildcat, played at Kentucky. What can you tell us about Jackson that we don't already know? Well, you got to put another slash there and put linebacker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> you know, right. he kicker, yeah. kicker slash punter slash linebacker. Uh, and that's what he was for us. He came in and played. He wanted to play other things. Uh, you know, how many people – I talked about it in the banquet, you know, a week ago, saying most people, if you got a Division One kicker, their mindset is, hey, I'm just going to kick. I'm not doing it. And it goes back to that team thing of being a team. You know, most people say, well, I'm a kicker. I've already got my ride paid for. I'm not going to play defense and risk getting hurt. Uh, and that was never in the the mindset. You know, I'm going to do whatever is for our team to win. And I think that goes with the whole thing of what we do. Cole, Cole Lanner is another guy going to Kentucky. And, and, you know, he was a wide receiver. He was here. Well, he also played defense. He played safety. Right. If we wanted to match up, hey, we're playing Dane Key at Frederick Douglass. Well, you know, he was a he was a wide receiver as far as where he wanted to play in college football. You know, he was going to play DB. Hey, you're going to match up on their best player too. So we're we're going to match those up, and it was whatever the team needed to win. And that's the mindset of our whole team. But when your best players have that mindset, it sure makes it a lot easier to go around. Yeah, I was going to talk about Cole, but you hit on that. What about uh, Tommy? And I always say Zeesmer or Zeismer. Tommy Zeesmer. Tommy Zeesmer. Zeesmer. Yeah, he's a he's a rising uh, uh, star recruit for you, uh, man. From from his sophomore to junior year, I saw, you know, I call your state championship games, and, and I saw a tremendous jump uh, oh. in size, and also, you know, his productivity. You know, I, I saw your t- game against, I think, Cage Creek, I th- maybe week mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And then watching the championship game at the last week of the season, his improvement, not from sophomore to junior year, but from first game junior year to the last game was a big jump for him. Well, he's young. You know, he's just 16, just turned 17. So, he's coming in there and seeing him develop. I mean, he's a physically – he's a freak as far as that goes. He, he's 6'3", 245 pounds. He, he jumped 39 inches at West Virginia. He ran a four six five at Ohio State uh, last year. He he's got heavy hands. He just power cleaned three hundred fifteen pounds the other morning. Uh, he benches over three hundred. He squatted five hundred pounds the other day, uh, early in the morning when we maxed on our on our first max. So 
he's physically just a, a monster, and he, he's athletic. He could play. We're going to play him more at tight end. I, I think we got him the ball one time um, against Logan County in the semifinals. We threw a little shuffle pass to him, and he's our fastest guy on our team. You know, he, wow. took, it, he took it 55, 60 yards for a touchdown, he, and he's coming back. Coach, why don't I get it more? <laughs> but he's just a he, – he's a great kid. Uh, he, he's going to do well wherever he goes, but just a likable kid too. You know, that, that he works hard, uh, yes, sir, no, sir, and, and comes in and just has fun every day. Yeah. Nick, I'm going to get into your your wheelhouse here. Coach Addix, your scheduling is, is different than, than most programs. Uh, you had an away game against the number one 518, Frederick Douglass, the last game of the regular season before playoffs. And looking at your schedule next year, you're doing it again. So, Nick, mm-hmm. you talk about scheduling all the time. Bull County plays all takers. You want to be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> that's right. And that's been kind of my thing wherever I've been. Is, and I tell you, I started off, it kind of goes back to my first year being a head coach. I was 25, 26, and, and we started off 6-0. and And I said – and I was at Perry County Central. I said, boy, this is easy. You know, in my handling success, this is easy. Hey, anybody – well, we lost four in a row. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. then we ended up 7-5 and five or, or something. And I said, I'm going to find out what kind of team I have before I start district play from now on before we get ready for the playoffs. And, and even at Perry County Central, we were playing the Johnson Centrals. We were playing, uh, you know, we played Tate's Creek when we were there. There, You play those teams to get your team ready. You know, I, I could care less about going 10-0. Like, that's something. I want to win the last game. And uh, and you got to get your team prepared. They've got to see that speed. You know, playing Frederick Douglass Week 10, well, why would you do that risk injury? Well, we want to see the speed and the physicality in that game, and that way we can improve on it. Playing LCA list last year, you know, we lost in the second game. Well, you know, they had some of the best skill and the best linemen that we've seen all year, but we weren't ready for that at that time, but that helped us get there. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. The, the city speed. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that was what we had to learn, Freddie. Like, it was like, all right, let's play the 6A schools in Louisville because – it isn't going to get much faster than that. And you can't replicate that anywhere else. And you, I mean, just even like basic pursuits stuff, coach, you know, yes. like it's, it's that, that, that kind of stuff you have to see to believe. Uh, same with basketball, like a team that presses, you, you can't, you can't do that in practice. You got to get out in the field to, to know what it's like to go up against that. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And that's our, that's my thinking. That's our coaching staff. That's uh, and our kids know that, Hey, we're going to get challenged. I'm going to go, I'm going to try to pick a fight with the biggest bullies around and, and we're going to play. And if we get beat up, we're going to get, get up and go again. And I think that's football and, and everything that you do, that's, that's football. That's life. And you get knocked down. Hey, we were going to learn from it and, and we're going to get back up and be ready and, and correct things that we can. If, if you never go, if you never get tested, you don't know what you need to fix. Well, I mean, I was standing on the, on a rainy, muddy, muddy field in Harrison County. Uh, when I when I was checking the scores, and I think your perform your team's performance against uh, Frederick Douglass put the state and especially 4A on notice that hey this is <laughs> this run get ready to happen. So that that was a big win. This past year and the year before, you played against a, you know you played against several really good players. We could throw Dane Key in there and and more. But I'm gonna ask you about a couple players uh, opponents that you you faced that are not talked about as much. Grant Bingham at Johnson Central, the tackle. 
Uh, what was it like preparing to go against him? Well, he we wanted to try to put our best on 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 him, and that was trying to put Tommy Ziesmer put our best against him because he was a very dominant player. And the thing that he did a lot was he would go and uh, just his pursuit on what he was doing, his effort. You know, I don't know how many games we watched. He's going down the field. He's blocking down. And then his effort going down the field and, and killing a, a kid in the secondary because yeah. it's the week. And, and that's what breaks a lot of the big runs uh, was downfield blocking what he did. So we wanted to match up him, but he was definitely a dominant player that really caved down a side when he could. And, and we wanted to match up our Tommy Ziesmer, our stud against their stud. And, uh, you know, I, we did a pretty good job of it this year. Caden Mormon, the running back from Franklin County, you faced last year in the championship. Uh, he was a sophomore, junior this year. Uh, he's committed to Kentucky. What can you tell uh, the Big Blue Nation about trying to defend him? Well, I talked to Coach Settle, and he come down, and he was looking to recruit some kids. And I said, uh, you know, our players, when we play good people, we always ask them, hey, what did you think about this one? What did you think about this one? And some of our players in 2020 said, he's the hardest guy we had to tackle in 2020 of that thing, just how physical he is. And, and you know, we may not have – the long speed that, you know, I don't know what he runs a 40 in or, or what it is, but he is a, a, on game day Friday, his game speed is really good. He, he moves, he's tough to tackle, and he's big. Uh, you know, I think on film he may not look that, and then when you see him in person, he's a very, very good football player. Nick? Brady? Yeah, you got any more questions for Coach? We get well, into I want to know about uh about this 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 clinic that's coming up that you've been talking to me about, Freddie. Yeah, the Whitaker Bank Commonwealth Coaches Clinic, uh, Coach Addicts. Uh, tell us really how this started and give us an overview because it's coming up on March 11th and 12th at the NBC Suites in Lexington. Uh, so the Whitaker Bank Commonwealth Coaches Clinic. Tell us all about it, Coach. Well, we were kind of in the office and, and they send out emails and I remember growing up coming up when I was a coach and coach Hoken did a great job of, of taking me. I'm an assistant and Mike Hoken, who's now at Madison central. He, he had, we would always go to the Nike clinic in Louisville and that's yeah. where you met everybody. You went to the, you went to the clinic in Louisville and you stayed at the Galt house and you met, you were able to go to these. They always had big speakers coming in. Well, obviously with COVID they'd canceled in person. Well, they canceled in person again this year. So uh, Travis Burns is their defense coordinator at Boyle County. Uh, him and Coach Lefkew and Coach Arnett, myself, kind of talking. Hey, you know, he said, what about if we do our own clinic? And I said, well, let's see. So I put a post out on Twitter, uh, on my Twitter, and said, just checking for interest. And when we did that, it it blew up. You know, we had all kinds of people. I, th I was contacted by 25 or 30 um, staff saying, yes, we'll attend. We'll attend if we do it. Like, all right, let's go. So we, we got started. We got a sponsor in Whitaker Bank. Uh, Jesse Johnson there in town, and uh, he he helped us with it, and and then we we've got an LLC, and we kind of got all started and and put it together. We had to lock down a venue. We're going to be at the Coldstream um, UK Embassy Suites. I went up, checked the venue out. It's very nice. We've got three uh, nice ballrooms to talk in. We're going to have vendors there. We're we're hoping to get eight to ten vendors that are going to be there. Uh, where coaches can all sit. So we're trying to do it upright. We're going to have a hospitality room. Mingy Beef Jerky is going to do a hospitality room for us. So it, it is uh, – it's going to be a very well-run event. We're going to have all the state championship head coaches from 2021 are all going to be there. We're going to do a panel. 
where our, our coaches can ask questions, kind of an open floor. Uh, Walt Wells, the head coach at Eastern, he was the, their conference coach of the year, is going to come talk to us on Saturday. He's a keynote speaker. And then the big dog, Vince Morrow, is going to come and close us out Saturday afternoon. So we've got a lot of great speakers, um, had a lot of great interest. I think we've already got 80-some coaches signed up, and we're over a month away. Yeah, yeah, I saw the agenda. You got the Cincinnati tight end coach, Marshall's linebacker coach, uh, all the state championship uh, panel. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, how can how can coaches out there? Is this open to high school and junior high coaches, or is it just high school coaches? Uh, it's open to anybody. Any any high, We've got a coach from Dublin Kaufman coming from Ohio. We've had uh, coaches all over reach out. The middle school can come. And it's funny how the coaching, that's something I've learned, which I knew this, but uh, I've learned more and more as we're putting this clinic together and I'm talking to more people, uh, coaches in the community. Uh, Joe Chirico at George Rogers Clark, I'm talking to him. Hey, do you know he played at Marshall, was a really good player there. And I said, hey, coach, we'd like to get a coach from Marshall come. Hey, my roommate, Coach Morrison, coaches linebackers there. Hey, it gets me a text message. We're talking. Yes, Coach, I'd love to come talk. Uh, Nate Litt come by and recruiting uh, for Cincinnati. He's come by looking at our kids doing this. I sent him a message. Hey, Coach, you'd like to come talk? Love to. Want to do this. Brian Wallace from Purdue, uh, getting Coach Kevin Wallace. His dad is coming to speak. He said, hey, you know, would Ryan want to do this? Yes, love to come. So the coaching profession, just helping others, wanting to be around and really just talking communicate with each other and share ideas. That, that's what makes it special. And, and, and it's, it's one of those, I, I was going to say, Freddie, uh, you know, we can do a lot of stuff over Zoom, but you can't make the same connections, you know, unless you go to, right. to, to stuff like this. Uh, and, and just to put, you know, names to faces. And uh, I, I know they, they joke that like, well, what do you need the water cooler for at work? Like, no, it's good <laughs> to, to get all the guys around to get together. Uh, where you're not competing against one another, you're sharing ideas and and stuff like this. It, it's it's how you grow the sport, especially in the state where the state of Kentucky football right now, Justin. You've been coaching for a while now. You've been playing for a long time. It's as good as it's ever been in my lifetime. I think so. I, I think uh, we've got quality coaches around. Brandon Smith's another guy coming from uh, you know they won it in in South Warren, and and he's going to come and speak. He does a great job over there. We've just got a, a ton of good coaches, and, and we're all out wanting to, you know, share ideas. I said last year during COVID, we kind of had our own uh, own clinic by ourselves, and that kind of, I think, got it started. It was us, uh, Boyle County staff, South Warren staff, Beachwood came over. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, St. X came, South Oldham. We just – we rented an apartment, one of those apartments in the Galt House and kind of had our own clinic, and that's where this is all kind of – went from was uh, and i think four of the five won one state championships last year so was a, this could be a big deal if we set it up so we're trying to do it as right as we can and hoping it can be an annual thing yeah it's 70 dollars per coach 60 dollars with five or more uh coaches that are interested in signing up how, how can they do this justin uh we put it on the coaches list serve we've also got it on uh, my twitter uh we've got a the Commonwealth, uh, it's got its own Twitter, Commonwealth Coaches Clinic on Twitter. When you do that, I guess that's where everything's kind of sparked from. So we've got a, a Google form that you can sign up and use and register. Um, you can mail the checks to us. You can get, do a PO. We've got all different ways to be able to forms of payment to, to pay and, and get registered. 
Sounds good. Well, and that's uh, uh, at KY Coaches Clinic or at uh, Coach Haddix Eleven on Twitter. Yep. That's where you find. Them. Yeah, maybe maybe you could make a spot for KSR to be there. Hey, we we can do it. We can do it. That'd be great. I said we're, we're we hope to have over. We're only going to take about two hundred, and that was just when our first setup of trying to make enough room for it. Of how big could this get? So uh, if it's standing room, it's standing out room. But we're, we want to really only take around two hundred. So if you want to get registered and you want to come, um, you need to go ahead and do that. And the Embassy Suites is really nice, Nick. I don't know if you've ever been there. So, well, Coach, how I've never been there. Thing? I, oh, I've never been there, and I've never been there, and I went and checked it out uh, last Friday, uh, and it was very nice. It, it's got all yeah. the fountains. It's really, really nice place. Yeah, it's uh, it's on Newtown Pike, if I'm not mistaken, across from Marriott. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coach Addicts, thanks, man, for, for congratulations, first of all, and that was state championship. Thanks for jumping on with us, and, and we sure do appreciate your time. And best of luck hey. with this camp. It's the Whitaker Bank Commonwealth Coaches Clinic. Thanks again, Coach. Hey, thank you. All right, man. Clock, 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 time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply nick that was fun man coach addicts heck of a guy I've been in Bull County two years, two state championships. Very successful. That clinic, I am going to attend that clinic. That does sound fun, right? Bull, you you need to learn some more about football. Like they're, you know, I do, I do, I I do. (laughs) I I I need to learn about the outside zone a little bit, you know, and about about cover two. You know, I don't I don't know much about it, but I think I could. But seriously, I've been to a few of these Uh, when I was working for the National Guard. I uh, had to introduce Urban Meyer at the Nike Ooh, Clinic one year. Yeah. Right. So I got, I got to uh, spend some time with him in the green room and uh, got to introduce him. So that was pretty cool. Uh, he seems like a – Great. He was nice to me, man. He was got, very nice to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I'm he, sure he was, that he, he would also be in his uh, schmoozing zone then too. He strikes me as a yeah. guy that can really work a room. Yeah, I mean, I can just – I don't know him. I just can speak for the – 
few minutes I was around him in the green room and, and he was he was nice to me. But well, I'm so no, gonna talk smack what, about him. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, that's uh, my only interaction with him. Uh, Super Bowl coming up. Who you got, Nick? Hold on, man. I'm so torn on this game because I've bet against the Bengals every damn week. So uh, I feel like if I jump on now, I'm going to be late to the party, and that's when they're going to slip up down the stretch. Because, like, really, like, Freddie, you look at this game on paper, the Rams got more dudes, especially on on defense. I mean, I know Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, and those young receivers are really talented. But, like, the Rams just have so many guys. And some of these dudes have, have been there before. I know Stafford hasn't, but like they they were here not that long ago, 2018. It was it was not that long ago. So, um, and, and especially having McVeigh there, I know Taylor was an assistant on that coaching staff. Um, yeah. But I, I think what I'm cheering for most is that we get a lot of points. You would think the, these good offensive teams would be able to do that, but it's also the Super Bowl, and I feel like every time I've got a good idea of how the game is going to go. It just does the opposite. So, uh, really, all I can hope for is another weekend, kind of like the divisional weekend with a, an exciting Super Bowl. You know, the Bengals are on a run, man. And, and, you know, everything has broken their way in the playoffs. After they beat the, the, the Raiders, who had shots at the end of the game to win, right? And you mm-hmm. have to credit Cincinnati for, for stepping up. And then the Titans, I don't think that – Nashville offensively could play much worse. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the turnovers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so that that was kind of – Cincinnati, hey, you got to give them credit for going to Nashville and winning. But there's a caveat. The Titans kind of contributed to that. And then <laughs> the Chiefs were up 21-3. Yeah. And then the second half just imploded. And, you know, so – I don't know how much that is Cincinnati forcing that and, and riding that momentum, or it's just the randomness of, of the playoffs and two teams didn't play very well against Cincinnati. I don't know. I don't know how good Cincinnati is, but I do like Joe Burrow. I do like all that young skill. Uh, I'm worried about, uh, you know, that from a Bengals perspective, you have to be worried about Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that pass rush. I mean, I mean how many that, times did Burrow get sacked against the Titans? Like nine, you know. <laughs> nine, <laughs> 11 if, if, if you count the two he was sacked on penalty. So. Well, and I, I, I do think ultimately Stafford hasn't had any of those brain farts yet. We're kind of waiting for it to happen. It would make sense that it would happen against the Bengals just by the way the playoffs have gone so far. Um, but I said yeah. – I don't mean to sound like a Bengals hater. If I if I really wanted to hate the Bengals, I would bet on them because there's no way they would win then. So you're welcome, Cincinnati fans. I'm doing you a favor. I'm not putting the fade on them. Um, but I actually, uh, I, I, I'm excited for them though. Uh, Tim Sullivan actually wrote an article about one of my buddies, him and his dad. His dad's been a season ticket holder for 40 years, and he won. Uh, wow. He he won the the lottery to to be able to go out to the game. So they're flying out for tomorrow, Friday, to to be out there for the weekend. So I I'm excited for him. How many chances do you get to see your team play in the Super Bowl? I mean, it's, yeah. So once in a lifetime type deal. Um, but the one thing the you know I know it's hard to get there, and but man, they're young. 
they're they're really young. They got a long way to go. And uh, it's good to know that you hired, uh, not only you got the right guy quarterback, but you seemingly got the right coach. And uh, I I just love the fact, Freddie, that you can just toot the horn that Kentucky is just, Kentucky's got a coach from the same coaching tree as the two Super Bowl guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I I mean, for, for Kentucky, Honestly, the Super Bowl is a, is a significant recruiting tool. It's a pitch. And, and, and I see that Kentucky on social media and other outlets are already promoting that. But it is a, it is a recruiting pitch, uh, especially the offensive players. But listen, you, you know, you come to Kentucky, and I know you spoke to Luke Fortner uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, how he was prepared for the Senior Bowl because of Lee and Cohen's system. Yeah, uh, yeah, being being ready. I mean that that alone uh, is a is a recruiting sale that I'm sure Kentucky's going to take advantage of. Oh, and especially from a terminology like conceptually, like the terminology is going to be different from place to place. Like that's just how yeah. it goes. But to conceptually know what's going on, I mean, he even said like I don't know how Drake and Logan did it. When, yeah. when they went through this and he got uh, I called it his cheat codes I mean they were able to give him a heads up essentially on what it was going to be like so uh, to to have that uh, it, I know that we get like it can be kind of cliched but if I'm a 17 16 year old quarterback and I'm looking for some place to go and they're saying, you want to see what we do? Turn on the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I, I just don't know. I, I I don't know what's a better sell than that. I mean, it's the same thing that yeah. Cal did with sending his guys to the NBA. Like, I don't I don't know how you can look at that and just be like, eh, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be a huge recruiting Sunday for Kentucky. Uh, just based on the coaching tree, based on, you know, I'm sure, and I don't know if it's dead period or I don't really keep up with all that. But can you imagine being a, a recruit out there and Lee and Cohen texting you during the Super Bowl saying, listen, we, we have that in there. You know, that's installed. We've we, run we, that. we, we call this play, you know, yeah, Wildcat do, yeah. 34 splits, you know. like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or texting, you know, texting the receiver, hey, we scored on that play against Louisville. Or we scored well, – in anybody scored against Louisville. But we scored on that play – against LSU or Florida, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, that's yeah. gotta be, that's gotta be big, right? Yeah. So, big weekend for the cats. Uh, that, that Fortner conversation was really interesting, Nick, that uh, you got to talk to him. Uh, yeah. For those that missed it, for those that missed it, give us some highlights. Uh, well, I, I think aside from the Super Bowl stuff, he, he let us kind of know what those senior bowl interviews are like, where, yeah, where I, I did. I guess I just didn't realize. Like some of it is football, but it really is like kind of bullcrap job interview questions, where some guys will try to, you know, ramp the pressure up, ramp the intensity up to see how you react. Uh, but I think for the most part, like they either once you have that initial conversation, it really is just get to know you conversations. And it, even though we hear about the silly questions. There isn't as much of that as it is just, all right, let's get to know you. Because I think I already know you. I know, I know everything I possibly can know about you from afar. Now I've just got to meet you in person to kind of confirm it. So uh, yeah. he- hearing like some examples of how those conversations went was enlightening. But the biggest thing, Freddie, was just learning, okay, 
what's DeAndre Buford like? We haven't seen him in two or three years. And so to yeah. hear Luke say that, like, physically, he he checks all the right boxes. It's just, you know, putting it all together on the field. Like, I, I, I was encouraged to hear his remarks on some of the up-and-coming linemen. And uh, he's, a, he's a big Jagger Burton fan. So I, I bet we're going to yeah. see a lot of Jagger in, in 2022. Yeah, I think a lot of people are Jagger Burton fans. Uh, a lot of people, to be honest with you, would have wanted to see him play last year. Uh, but he didn't, and that's okay. Uh, you know, he's got uh, four years now. Sounds uh, like you're a lot of those people, one of those lot of people. I, listen, I'm one, but there's a bunch. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> you know what I want to see? I want to see him. I know Liam's not a big fullback guy, but, you know, they used to put they, – they put uh, Jordan Davis and uh, Jalen Carter yeah. in the backfield for Georgia. Let's put let's put Jagger back there. Let's get big. Let's go yeah. jumbo. Yeah, let him, let him run a uh, run an ISO. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was a great conversation you guys had with him. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I don't know what the conversations have been like down at Auburn. Is Auburn always like this, Freddie? Are they just like, like yeah, moving on the yeah, edge of uh, cat catastrophe or national championship? It's one or the other. Well, you had, you know, if you go back, you had Pat Dye forever, mm -hmm. and that was consistent. But since Pat Dye, it's been, it's been a mess. You know, Auburn's a school that, that the boosters are extraordinarily involved. Uh, and vocal, and and they've done some some crazy stuff down there, and it's just a mess, man. I mean, it's been a mess for you know from the plane getting Petrino to, I mean, it's just you know if, if they if if they do fire Har Harson, is that his name Harson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they're going to be looking at about a hundred million dollars in coaching salaries either to not coach or bringing in new coaches. I mean, it, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's like building a facility, you know, like yeah. that. It's it's crazy. Uh, but I'll, I appreciate that as a recording Thursday morning, he's on his way to the SEC coaches meeting at the league office. And there's already reporters lined up an hour before he arrives just yeah. to get a glimpse because it's been it's been a big time for the Auburn message boards. I know our ones on three are, are pretty crazy. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, <laughs> Nick, I asked I ask you a serious question. I think it was yesterday. Is the, the current coordinators at Kentucky the best in your lifetime, which is, would be year two, Liam Cohen, mm -hmm. Brad White, and Vince Merrill. Is that, is that the best trio of coordinators in your lifetime? I, I would say so. At, at was, one time. Right. At one time. It was pretty good. I think in 07, it was Joker Phillips and Steve Brown, if I'm not mistaken, who were the OC and DC. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And like that was, I, I felt like that was a, you know, Joker, he was doing the kind of spread pro style stuff. And, you know, it, for all of his uh, faults as a uh, head coach and, and picking the right guys, he, he's pretty good play caller. Uh, back then but like Kentucky wasn't recruiting like they are now <laughs> you know like it, it's just you can't yeah. it, it's it's really it's really in like like we are at a point where it's incomparable to anything in my lifetime Freddie what Kentucky's yeah. doing from a recruiting standpoint from an offensive standpoint and a defensive standpoint where you're top 30 offense defense and 
in, in, in top 25 recruiting. I mean, you're checking all the boxes. And that's where I don't want to say the, the ceiling is, but, like, you always felt like, man, if Kentucky could have a top 30 football program, that'd be freaking awesome. So awesome. Like, let's – yes, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I wrote about it. It'll be on KSR sometime. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the, the collection, the three combined – is the best of the scoops there by far, right? Because year two going, not year one going. Year two, Brad White is, you know, what, three top five SEC defenses in total defense. So, and then Vince Merrill, the recruiting coordinator, uh, you know, you, you can make an argument, and I did make an argument that Vince Merrill is the most impactful assistant coach in program history. Uh, you go back to coordinators, there, there have been individual coordinators that have been really good, but not at the same time, right? Not in the mm-hmm. same same building at the same time. I can go back to Terry Strzok, uh, was Jerry Claiborne's uh, defensive coordinator, who, you know, with the wide tackle six was, was really good. Kentucky was a really good defense when I played. Offensively, we were, we were not good at times. But defensively, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you go, you go Mike Leach. But wasn't that the same time that that major was there or whatever that guy was named? Yeah, you know, you yeah. did. Yeah, you, you know, you know, you didn't have both, and certainly didn't have the recruiting coordinator. So I think Vince Merrill has been, uh, you know, he's he's the best ever at, at that. So well, and you can buy Merrill, White, and Cohen year two, man. That that's a great trio. It's also the, uh, I, I think Vince's longevity too. You know, yeah. to have because he really does act as like an extension of Mark Stoops. Yeah, it's ten years in yeah. now. You know, and, yeah. and to have uh, that connectivity and to be able to really command a room wherever, where, wherever he is to hold that room, it's it's impressive. It, it really is. So, yeah. I, I think that's it's hard to measure, and it's hard to even. Like we, how many times we do these interviews with recruits and we're like, can you, what's Vince Merrill like as a recruiter? And you know, he's just real. Like it's, it's very hard to describe until you see him kind of hold court. And that it really is the yin to Mark Stoops' game. Cause we know Mark, Mark Stoops, he ain't going to BS you, Freddie. You know, he kind of tells you like it is. Uh, He's a little bit rougher around the edges. Whereas like Vince, he can, he can do the schmoozing. He can, he can cut up jokes, you know. He's got the swag about him, like, and, and so that's what I think makes it a great partnership at Kentucky. Yeah, I think I, I said in the article that Vince is the connector. Mark Mark is the head coach in the face of the program. Vince is the connector with the fans, mm-hmm. and, and I think we all feel a part of Vince Marrow that that he could be tailgating with us. He could be sitting in the stands with and watching and talking about the game with us. I think I think the fans really connect with him because there's transparency with with Vince that you know he, he says what's on his mind, but he so does Mark Stoops. But Vince has more motion about it, and, and he can say things that as, a, as an assistant coach uh-huh. that Mark Stoops can't as a head coach. There's a difference how you can communicate, especially on social media. But I think I think Vince has the personality that even if you meet him once, I think the fans think that they are feel as if they know Vince Merrill 
Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I do think it's, uh, you know, it's the golden era of of coordinators at Kentucky with these three together. Uh, Nick, uh, Super Bowl picks. uh, Apparently my whole family is, is Bengal fans. There's a connection to Trent Taylor with a punt returner. Uh, my sister taught him in second grade. My nephew is one of his best friends, so there's a connection there. They all wear Bengals gear. They've been doing it all season, last two seasons, really. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who I'm for. I want the Rams to win because I want the U.K. stuff. But Zach Taylor's also has a connection to the McFay stuff. So uh, I think I'm going to have to stay local and go with the Bengals. Wow. Wow. Well, you're yeah. going to be wrong Sunday night because yeah. Bengals, they don't have big enough guns. It, it was a fun yeah. run Cincinnati, but your time is up. The Rams, they're, 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 they're winning one at home. Back-to-back years, the home team is taking home the Lombardi trophy. Mark it down. St. Lo- I mean, Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl champs. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, God, don't care who wins. But if I had to pick one, I, you know, family is it, man. I, uh, I think today, Thursday, is today the last day to get early season tickets? Is that the deal? Is that today, maybe? I think uh, it is. Yeah. For the pre-sale? Yeah. I got mine yesterday. Yeah. So. But, like, if you want to – I mean, you can pretty much get them whenever, but it's just yeah. a matter of uh, uh, getting, like, a little bit of a discount, too, with yeah, the, the yeah. times now, so – yeah, I think today is the early sale. You can get a discount. I know I went down. I always like to go down. I can't. I don't like to do anything online. I mean, you know me. I, <laughs> I don't do computers and all that. So I went down to the ticket office and and did mine. Nice. So I got my my four, my parking passes, and I'm ready to go, man. Nice, uh, nice. People, Ooh, you know who's going to be I ready tweeted. to go too? Who's, who's that? Uh, looks like uh, Will Levis you know, is uh, signing a hundred thousand dollar nil deal. For uh, nice. an autograph collector, yeah. Nice. Good for him. It. Good for him, man. Good for yeah. him. I like it. I like all the national – or not national uh, – name, image, and likeness. I like it all. Uh, but, Nick, people ask me, why do I buy tickets since I watch the game on my porch? Uh-huh. Uh, it's all about family. Listen, that, that's my – that's that's their Christmas gift, their birthday gift, anniversary present. You know, I buy them and I give them to family and let them enjoy them. So that's that's all their presents throughout the years is, is my season tickets. So um, I still watch it. I still watch it through on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> still watch it on my porch because I get too nervous. So well, Nick, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. Chatters, for being on here. I think it was a a really good guest. I appreciate him. And, and that, that clinic does sound fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's the Whitaker Bank Commonwealth Coaches Clinic. Uh, sounds like a lot of fun, man. Yeah. And uh, I think we got a big guest you all enjoy listening to next week, too. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that one. Should. But well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, we hope you like us, share us, uh, download us, and all that good stuff. And then check out the other podcast on KSR 11 Personnel. Uh, sources say there's a bunch of them out there so uh, hope you like all of our podcasts have a very happy and safe Super Bowl Sunday 
Go Cats, go Crowgreen. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide.